0: Welcome to the Hello Retirement podcast, your essential guide to navigating the journey towards a fulfilling retirement. I'm your host, Emlyn miles Manningly, and I'm thrilled to be here with you on this adventure. Are you ready to unlock the secrets to a stress-free and enjoyable retirement? Whether you're nearing retirement age, already retired, or just thinking about your golden years, this podcast is your go-to resource for expert advice, inspiring stories, and practical tips to make the most out of this exciting chapter of your life. So you've arrived at the place where you're finally ready to call it quits at work. It's time to retire. It's time to start enjoying life and enjoying the savings that you put aside for this special moment. Hi, I'm Ilman Miles Mattingly, founder and president at Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning firm helping people prepare for and enjoy their retirement. So let's talk about this. I get this a lot. People have come in and they're ready to retire. And so they have these questions. So after you've made the decision to actually make that step and say, okay, now it's time for me to retire, what do you do next? Well, today we're going to talk about five different things that can help you get prepared for the retirement that you want to enjoy. So first things first, I would say that you know it comes down to managing your expenses. There's one thing that I'll say about that is as as you were transitioning out of working every day, now that you're going to be staying at home, if you will, or traveling, doing whatever it is that you want to do during your retirement, I think that it's very important for you to have an understanding of your expenses. This is going to be something along the lines of budgeting, but definitely want to say the first thing that I would do in that as managing expenses is understanding your debts. So if you're going to carry a mortgage into your retirement years, then that's okay. You just want to make sure that you account for that debt. That's usually going to be one of the largest debts that you have. The other thing is, are you going to have a vehicle. If you need to buy a vehicle, typically what happens when I'm seeing people in retirement is they've become more frugal with their money and they're probably not going out and buying brand new sports car. But what they're doing is they're getting ready to prepare for this, and that's managing their expenses. But there will be undoubtedly times that you will have to purchase another vehicle. And so that's something that you want to make sure that you account for in your expenses. So what things are going to stay the same, what things are actually going to change. And once you get a hold of those, some of the things that I would definitely make sure that I understand is your tax situation is going to change. You're not probably not going to pay as much on a monthly basis in taxes. You're also not going to pay as much in monthly expenses. You probably won't pay as much money in gas if you're commuting every day. The other thing that you want to bring into consideration is are you going to be helping adult children with anything? And this is a real thing. Like sometimes you're helping your adult children with financially, and you have to take that account and put that in your budget. The other thing is that you may be helping grandchildren. So there may be people in your family that just because you stop working doesn't mean that you want to stop supporting them. So if that is the case for you, having a proper understanding of what your expenses are and creating a budget to live by those expenses is going to be huge in your retirement plan. Point number 2 is going to be around healthcare. Now, I love talking about this one because you think about it, right? You've worked at this place for A number of years. And while you work there, they usually provide health insurance. And so you've become accustomed to the doctors or physicians that you're meeting with, the specialists that you know. Maybe you love the dentist that you're working with. So, one of the things that you want to know, especially before turning 65, so a lot of my clients are retiring before 65 and they need to bridge that gap between 60 and 65 or 55 or whatever age that may be before you start receiving Medicare. So, what I would say is, make sure whatever medical coverage that you're going to get, sometimes you're fortunate enough that your employer will continue to give you medical insurance throughout your retirement. And Some of those, sometimes that happens. But if you find yourself in a situation where you're going to have to find medical insurance to bridge the gap in between those years, between 60 and 65, before you receive your Medicare supplement, you want to look for certain things. You want to make sure that the people that you are looking for, the healthcare providers that you're looking at, are going to be able to stay the same. Like I said, if you've been working somewhere for a number of years, you've probably had the same insurance for that entire time that you've worked with that company. And one of the things that you don't want to do when you get into retirement is, you know, you're a little older and now you're gonna have to start a new relationship with a new physician. And that's probably not something that you want to do. So make sure that you review. Your health insurance options, your health care options, because there's going to be tons of things you might also wanna take in take into account the expenses that are gonna be associated with that, right? We know that while you're working, you get a major discount on your health insurance. Now, as you stop working, there probably won't be a supplement from your employer to continue your health care insurance. So make sure that you have that expense accounted for. Also make sure you review the providers that are available to you with the different healthcare options that you have, because you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you can no longer work with the doctor that you've been working with for years. Number three, retirement goals. Um, I want to talk about this because I think it's very important to review what retirement looks like for you. And this is before you get to the financial advisor. This is before you talk to a professional about taxes or talk to them about your personal situation. What does it look like to you? When you were sitting there and you were thinking about, I'm ready to retire. I want to stop working and I want to live the life that I've planned for. What does that look like? Is there places that you want to go? Is there traveling that you're going to do? Are there hobbies that you're going to pick up? Are there old things that you want to do that you didn't get a chance to do? And these are goals that you have to make prior to meeting with a financial professional. The reason why I say that is because If you don't understand what you want to do in retirement, how are you going to communicate that with a professional to help those dreams become a reality? So remember this. I want you to take this acronym and I want you to remember this. When you're setting your retirement goals, goal stands for this, go out and live. So you're setting these goals so it can allow you to go out and live the life that you've planned to live, right? And so what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're crystal clear. If there's traveling that you want to do. Make sure that we have a travel budget and you want to plan for these things, right? Because now you're going to have the time to live the life that you've always desired to live. And we want to make sure that we live that life to the fullest. I've had this conversation with a lot of people and a lot of times people will say that they want to travel. People will say that they want to do different things in retirement, but if they don't plan for these things or they're not in the forefront of what you're trying to accomplish, then sometimes you'll miss those things. And to make sure that you don't do that, it doesn't have to be something fancy. It doesn't have to be some long, drawn out thing. Write down the three, four, five things that you want to do in retirement. Just write it down on a piece of paper and then think about that. Discuss it with people that you love. Think about how much time you're gonna have and what you're gonna do with that time. And there's gonna be plenty of time to sit around and relax. But if you do not make a plan, it probably won't happen. So don't forget this. Remember, it's your retirement goal. You're planning your retirement so you can go out and live your life. The fourth point I want to bring up is estate planning. If you have one, if you don't have an estate plan, get one. If you have one, this is the perfect time to review it. And what do I mean by that? It's a good time to go back and review who your trustees are, review who your executor is going to be. See if there's any changes that need to be made with the people that you were planning on giving your legacy to. Also charities. Maybe there's a charity now that you want to include in that, but it is utmost important for you to understand what's going on with your estate plan and how those things, how things may have changed over the last few years. So reviewing that plan from everything from your trustees to who's getting what, beneficiaries, your advanced healthcare directive, all of those things, you want to make sure you have those dialed in I especially say check your beneficiaries because one of the things that I've seen a lot is people have sometimes forget to update beneficiaries on different financial assets. And then that makes it incredibly difficult for uh, the people that you want to have, that you want to get the money to get it because you may not have updated it. So let's make sure that you take that time to review your estate plan. Now, if you don't have an estate plan, don't be scared. Don't be alarmed. I think this is time for you to go seek professional help about your estate plan, because now you're in retirement mode. You're probably going to have one of your largest assets after you go into retirement, which is all the money that you've saved. And you want to make sure that if you can't enjoy that money because of some unforeseen thing that comes up, the people that you know and love will be able to enjoy that. And you make it easier for them to do that with a solid estate plan. The last thing that I want to bring up, step five, is understanding social security. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about this, but understanding Social Security and when you're going to take it is very, very important. If you go to the link in the top, we have another episode where we actually talk about Social Security and the different ages that you can take it. But understanding how Social Security is going to impact your overall retirement picture. Um, A lot of times people don't account for this extra money that's coming in. And I do say extra money because a lot of times people don't account for it. Sometimes it's the only plan and that's a whole nother thing that we can talk about on another show but make sure you account for that okay and when i say that make sure you understand the differences in the consequences or rewards for waiting or prolonging when you take out your social security now we want to make sure that all of the things that you have here are working in coordination with one another we want to make sure that they all work together so if you're planning on taking social security this is a very very important part of your plan because this is you know, your money that's going to come to you on a guaranteed basis. So understanding how you're going to get that, and I'll throw this caveat in there, or not caveat, but I'll throw this additional point in there. If you're thinking about social security and you're married, one of the things that you want to think about is how the benefit is going to be impacted if one of the people passes away. So what happens with social security is if you have two business benefits, you have a spouse is married, and one person has a higher benefit than the other person, if that person passes away, only one of those benefits will be kept. And it'll be the benefit that's the highest. Typically, that's what it's going to be. So if you're delaying it, understand how that delay in your Social Security can really come into play if you are married, because now one of you is going to be the recipient of the higher amount. And so longevity is another thing that you want to think about. So these are the points that I wanted to bring to you today. If you have questions about any of the things that we're talking about today or any of the points that we've made, please come over and see what we're doing over at Gen Next Wealth. You can get there by going to www.gennextwealth.com. You can go in there, you can take our free retirement assessment and it'll let you know uh, how prepared you are for your retirement. Thank you. And until next time. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and connect. And until next time, Take care and never be scared to say hello to retirement.